This is Delicious Matt Bear, and you're listening to Footstuff. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Sky Zone is in like heaven? Sky <laughs> Zone. <laughs> well, hey, gang, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> this is episode 72 of the Outdoor Recreation Comedy. We are ostensibly live and recording in Studio 7. Just outside of New York State's largest wilderness area, Footstuff Podcast brings you stories of adventure, antics, and activism from around the country. My name is Tyler. It's bleaching time. So <laughs> I want to hear that story. <laughs> I'm joined tonight by other children of the 90s who refuse to stop humming contemporary hits by the Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> to my immediate studio left is Delicious Matt Bear. Busty chest. Whoa. <laughs> hey, now, Fuck this. It. Prove it. Be careful. <laughs> Prove it. Nathan's dad listens to this podcast. Why? Next, <laughs> next to him why. in Wade's lounge is Wade Bastion himself. Frothy man milk. Wow. <laughs> that did, we still, that we still put ago. it in. We still put it in. That man from the hospital, the inimitable Jeremy Utz. It came from below. <laughs> You may remember him from such classic hits from the Footstuff podcast <laughs> canon as the Northville Placid Trail. You may remember him from other plug sections of Footstuff podcast episodes where Jeremy berates him <laughs> endlessly. <laughs> it's the one, the only, the perpetual optimist, Nathan Keel. Yes. All nine blister. Ooh. That was the first week. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Ouch. So, so this this week, Footstuff Podcast brings you Hiker News. Then we'll do a deep dive about uh, wine tasting your way across America's second favorite swath of vineyards. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Finger Lakes Trail wait, episode. Wait, wait, what's what's with... the first? Napa Valley, Oh, probably? shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's Napa. right. Yeah. Or maybe Simi Valley. That was a California joke. It, there's like oh. one person that listens to the <laughs> show from California. that very funny. And that person is laughing their ass <laughs> off right now. <laughs> We're pandering to our base out there in California. Very sturdy base. <laughs> hey, Best Coast. <laughs> Let's begin with a little bit of foot stuff. Delicious Matt Bear. Oh. We have not started with you in a while. And we I don't think ever. I don't think ever. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this might be the first time. Seventy-two episodes in. Please oh my tell God, us here what we go. you're doing. Um, so I hiked Hopkins Mountain no this way. week. Finally, for the first time, it was amazing. I went up the Mossy Cascade Trail. Oh, it's sick. Oh, beautiful. Did you remember seeing that outhouse? Like. A mile and a half up the trail. The beautiful outhouse. I remember just it. On the right hand I side. remember it. Is it knocked over and there's a gigantic <laughs> pile of shit right now? No, Tyler has Tyler... not been near Oh, that's oh, a different Tyler's one. Yeah, that's okay. a different one. <laughs> Call the action. Still, it is still intact. <laughs> I remember seeing a dog, a dog collar nailed to a tree when I did it. <laughs> I did not oh. see that. And then I was going to remove it, and then I was like... That might be there for a reason. <laughs> is, this is, tree might be dangerous. No, is that when Matt Bear killed the, the dog? Oh, well, that was yeah. giant. Oh, oh yeah. shit. No, they, they, they do was connect. They do connect. Oh. He did strangle a dog, though. <laughs> That's the last movie in the Beethoven series, Burying Beethoven with delicious Matt Bear. <laughs> yeah, Beethoven 18. He puts it in the illegal chokehold. <laughs> He's got him in the sleeper. Uh, <laughs> the summit was awesome. I did not know... How it's amazing. Good the, how good the views would be from up there. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the view of Sawteeth especially 
is so epic. Really, from, from yeah. Hopkins, you see oh, like yeah. the jagged part the teeth of like the of scenic the trail. Ah. Oh, it's so gnarly. Cat <laughs> uh, Van Hovenberg was just there recently too. Nice. It was also hi, Cat. The summit was covered in wild blueberries. It was awesome. I picked a good handful and enjoyed some up there. Um, then woke up several hours later. They were not blueberries. I was feeling very sick. Oh, my um, God. Really? No, no. They, they were blueberries. <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. Because you might actually still die. <laughs> you're, no, they, they were fine. You're not they out of delicious. the woods yet. Yeah. Um, you're going to go to where Jeremy works. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. me. At, well, I'll see you. <laughs> All zipped up nubbins. <laughs> and then I, I went down the rainy trail. So I did a loop out of it. I came down the rainy trail, mm. came out of the uh, the bridge there, and then road walked all the way back. And it was not the bridge that I thought it came out at. <laughs> I thought it came out at the next one. So it was a pretty long road walk. Oh, it was one of those car. you shall not pass bridges. Yes, it was. But I did pass and got back to my car, and it was okay. great. Good. But th- and then yesterday... I went down to Owl's Head Mountain. The? The Owl's Head Mountain. Wait, well, now, (laughs) let's not get bogged down with what part of New York State he's Let's not get bogged down with witches. I went to Jeremy's favorite Adirondack town. Long Lake. Long Lake. With ah. friend of the pod, Brittany, I hiked up Owl's Head Mountain with the fire tower. I, oh, it's one. down by the Adirondack Experience, yes. right? It's right right to, near Blue yeah. Mountain, and yes. it was awesome. Yeah, it was about 6.2 miles, roughly, around trip. About Sounds a thousand, like a full day. About 1,000 feet of elevation. Um, yep, definitely oh, wow. a big full day of hiking. Uh, it's actually not a very tall fire tower, but you it's one of the only fire towers I've been up where on the summit you actually get views without having to go up the tower. Like there's a few That's good nice. lookout points. Yeah. Uh, but then going up in the tower is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, good views of um, the southern Adirondacks and then looking towards the high peaks from the south, which is always a really cool vantage po- uh, point when you're mostly hiking them from up here. Yeah, yeah you get to see it a lot differently. Can I ask the typical Jeremy question? No, you cannot. Can I ask the typical <laughs> Wade question? I will now answer any typical questions. Did you go to horses? No, I drove by horses, though. How do your I little boy ankles feel? <laughs> I do ask about That's his a little boy question, ankles. Yeah. My ankles are fine. Okay. We did, did stop at the. Why didn't you go to horses? We did. We did stop at the buffalo farm. However, though. Oh, the one with the thrift store inside. Yeah, we didn't go in the thrift store. Wait, but what? We did look at the buffaloes. Where is this? Yeah, there's a buffalo ranch that also has a thrift store. Yeah, right store. before you they get have some to Elk Lake. Great VHS tapes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the buffalo. There's farm. a thrift store there with oh, the yeah. buffalo farm. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jeremy huh. almost bought Conair there once. Yeah, it was on, on VHS. VHS. <laughs> we shut up. Yeah. It was it was Lizard Legs' fault. Yeah, it was the biggest mistake that he had the cash but made. wouldn't front it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my week. It was great. Wow, that was really really great. <laughs> that sounds was like awesome. a nice. Yeah, sounds nice. So Jeremy Utz, where have you been this week? Um let's see. I have not done a lot. Something honestly. Somewhere girthy, right? I did buy a boat, two boats. I bought two boats, and uh, so I've been mostly just sort of doing that. On my days off, I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put a roof rack on my car on my day off. Now that's Ooh, that's nice. something. But I did. I bought some boats, and then Saturday uh, before work, I took uh, Danny and I took our kayaks to. And what what's the kayak named again? It's a 
Uh, oh, the name of the yes, boat. Yes, yes, the name of the boat, the vessel. Deep Search 2. Oh, <laughs> nice. More seaworthy than the first? Well, Deep Search 1 is not looking great because it's still in the side yard where we left it. <laughs> where it shall remain. Yes. Has the groundhog moved in there yet? Or Cornelius. Just, yeah. uh, no, but <laughs> he was hanging out with uh, the Buddha in my backyard the other oh, day, yeah. which was nice. He's huge. He's huge. He's like 40 the pounds. Oh. No, no, the Buddha's it's a normal Buddha. Buddha, big groundhog. <laughs> I like to call him a land hog. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had to be at work at the hospital Saturday morning, so I got up extra early, and we went over to Mirror Lake at sunrise to do a little first paddle, mm. uh, first the maiden voyage of Deep Search 2. Yeah, get it in that salt water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was honestly really cool. There was a lot of fog on the water. The sun was coming up. We were the only people out there except one person who attempted to swim across the lake. Brendan Wiltsey, Dr. Brendan Wiltsey. <laughs> I don't. I, I stopped paying attention, so I don't know if he made it. <laughs> I remember seeing Wait, him a really, about at the halfway well, point. It was, a, it. it was a really tardy Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying. <laughs> yeah, he did not make the cutoff times. So but sure. it was nice. We got to paddle around a little bit. It was a little chilly, too, which was kind of cool, a little brisk. Um, and then I went to work, and then... Hmm. And then uh, after work, I wasn't satisfied, so I decided to get back out, and something unbelievable happened to me. You bought a winning lotto ticket. I was almost attacked on the Chubb River. Whoa! (laughs) Nearly attacked by someone I thought was my underwater ally, a beaver. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So um, the, the Chubb River goes right through my neighborhood, Yep, and Without, it eventually goes into the west branch of the Osable, into Lake Champlain, and out into the St. Lawrence River. See, and see the ocean at some point. Right? At some point, everything leads to the ocean, Nemo. right, so Nathan? Did you, did you? Is that all in your neighborhood, all the way to the ocean? <laughs> yes, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, to all of them. Um, yeah. So if you are did you, down, did you paddle by Wade's old house then? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the Chubb River. Oh, it's that, not. Okay, that is. Sewer runoff or something. I'm not because I remember when Wade slid down an embankment, he smelled like a and, sewer, and then rubbed it all in your car. Yes, which it's still there. <laughs> Thank you. The best part of that is he was looking for a horseshoe. Yeah, he's true. always looking for a horseshoe. Anyways, they got four feet. So Need four shoes. The dam on the Chubb River, that's called Mill Pond, I guess, where that little fountain is. And there's actually a really nice little kayak put in right there, a little sandy spot. Oh, nice. So because it's so close, and I don't get off, you know, I don't get home until like six thirty. We just went and put the boats in there, and then started heading upriver. And it was surprisingly very beautiful. Once you kind of get away from the couple of houses right there, and you start making your way kind of behind Station Street and towards the bridge where Old Military crosses over. Yeah. It's actually really pretty. I saw a lot of different birds. I saw some sort of a Ingrid-type bird. Ingrid? 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 <laughs> That's just Egrid. a person. Egret. 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 I did see one of those. I saw a shitload of ducks... And we paddled up for a while, sun was going down, so we decided to go back the other way towards the car downstream, and I'm floating along, and then I just see this little, this little brown thing just scooting across the water. And a I was slow like, torpedo. And I was like, <laughs> well, look at that. It's like a groundhog, but it's in the river. River hog. <laughs> river. And it, uh, 
it dunked underwater and then it popped up even closer and became and swam towards me. And I knew it was a beaver, and I was a little intimidated. And then it smacked its fucking tail at me and oh, went underwater yeah. again, and I just booked it. I was like, hell no. You don't want to get that beaver goo on you. Yeah. That yeah. beaver did that to us when we were paddling on Dog Pond. That's right. It Slapped did. Slapped its tail at us. So if a uh, slow torpedo or a shitload of ducks encounters you this summer, <laughs> where can people send pictures of that to a Footstuff Podcast, Matt Bear? Oh, it'd be footstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> And yeah, that's about it. I then paddled back down to Mill Pond and went under the fountain like a child, and then <laughs> I went home. Oh, that is great. What was the thing where you could like slide down a tarp as a kid, a wet Slip tarp? and slide. Slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone do any of that yet this summer? Which is also my favorite song by Trick Daddy. Look it up. <laughs> Wait, Tyler, what were you about to call it, though? Yeah. Wet? Yeah, you what started did you saying think it wet. Was? Wet tarps? <laughs> wet tarp? That's a different thing. <laughs> And that is a different podcast. <laughs> Nathan Keel, you have the mic in your hand. Ooh. What type of foot stuff have you been up to this week? And we're so glad you're back in Studio 7. This week has been full of adventures. Uh, and thank you again for having me back. We have nearly shut down the podcast. Fresh, fresh back from the Dress Nicely state, I believe. Whoa. Yeah, I am Dress Nicely in celebration. Uh, Connecticut, spent some time down yep. there. Uh, but I'll rewind. First start, uh, I was actually out west for a little bit, about 10 days Ooh. after I finished up the Finger Lakes Trail. I was in uh, the Tetons and Yellowstone. Nice. I agree. Uh, that's, those mountains are scary. Yes. When you see him, you're like, fuck. <laughs> you're looking at middle, and it's like, no way. No, no see, way. No, but that's the thing, is that's the one you can climb without uh, technical training, it which I like. It so gnarly, though. I'm going. <laughs> one of these summers, I'm going. Yes. Um, so that's yes. where I'm doing like research for grad school. Mm. Um, so I get to spend 10 days out there and, and do a bunch of stuff just oh, in the shadows awesome. of the Tetons. It was, it was sweet. Um, had one day off and went up Death Canyon. Ooh. Had a great time. Didn't die, um, and yeah, it was it was beautiful out there. Um, Jackson, the town is whack. Y'all been there? Yeah. No. What about Jeremy, Jack- what Jeremy about Jackson, has, the yeah. person? Great guy. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, saw not good with kids. Not the one that I. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yes. <laughs> wow. And uh, so after ten days out there, uh, I headed back east, and uh, I'm kind of in the midst of my. East Coast tour before I head out, ship off to, to Wisconsin for yes. grad school. So Had um, to come up to Studio 7. Yeah, this was a, a necessary stop. So first stop was Pittsburgh. Uh, visited... Steel some, City! Yeah, dirty Pittsburgh. Uh, it was a good time. <laughs> visited some, some friends, uh, Raph and Caitlin from high school, and it was uh, really fun. Um, and then from there... That's my city! Yeah? I used to live there. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a great yeah. time. It's a great time. Did you eat a sandwich with french fries on it while you were there? Ooh. Is that like Permonti Brothers? No. I did that the first time I went to Pittsburgh, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then after Pittsburgh... I, okay. So before I, before I go on, I do have a confession to make. Just like Matt Bear, I have an addiction. Oh. But not to breweries. <laughs> <laughs> or sipping broth oh, or biscuits. <laughs> that hasn't come up for Take a while. Take that, Matt Bear. Your or, brewery or denim shorts. He's rather, addicted to denim shorts. You've been rather, called out. Rather, I am addicted to minor league baseball. Oh, when I travel, that's depressing as fuck. <laughs> that might be worse no, than the breweries. Why? Double A? Any A. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so why. Any A baseball. <laughs> 
<laughs> I went to the Hudson Valley. The Hudson Valley Renegades had a game. Ooh, I stayed at Clarence nice. Fainstock State Park. You're probably familiar. The AT goes right through there. Um, you might have been delusional by that part the of the The bubble in his know. brain is so big at this point. He has no memories. <laughs> he doesn't even remember hiking the AT, I don't think. <laughs> I remember everything from Harriman State Park to Maine. That's what I remember. All right. Well, it's in that it's little It's in corner. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so car camp there. I went to the ball game. That was great. Who were um, they playing? The Auburn Double Days, which okay. is kind of my local team, being from the Finger Lakes, so or being Double living in Finger Days, Lakes. like the publishing company. <laughs> no, like uh, Ole Abner Doubleday, mm. who has some history with baseball. Delicious Abner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there, I shipped off to the coast of Maine to see a couple of friends, nice. um, Emma and Will, from my time in Chile while I was studying abroad. Um, did a lot of swimming, uh, did some hiking in Acadia National Park. Did you eat any Sick. lobster? I did not eat any lobster. Oh, yeah, I did not. Um, I did I did climb Sargent and Penobscot. Ooh, Those nice. Are did you hike the Precipice Trail? No, I really wanted to oh, go Precipice. We were so talking about sick. sunrising it, but yeah. I'll, I'll get to why we didn't sunrise it. Fair enough. It. The next day, so after, after I spent a day at Acadia, really enjoying myself, uh, my friend tells me he got, he got a parking permit to go climb Katahdin. Ooh, nice. So I can't pass that up. Because that's epic, and I've never been. Uh, so we leave at 3 a.m. Or no, we leave at 3.40. Woke up at 3 a.m. to drive out to Baxter. Uh, An actual alpine start. It was real. Yeah. That's weird. I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, you have to be there between 6 and 7 with your, your parking permit uh, to get in. So, Ooh, that's um, good and information. And if you're not... I didn't know that. If you're not there by either. 7, they give it away to someone who's waiting wow. in line without a permit. Yeah. So oh, at least cool. that's what my friend told okay. me. So we went out. We basically climbed Katahdin twice. Uh, so pretty epic day. Um, for those of you who are familiar, we went up the A-Ball Trail and then down to Hamlin, down to Chimney Pond, which is like that iconic pond yeah, that you see. Yeah. That was badass. Went swimming. You can't swim in the pond, but you can swim kind of in the outlet down away from the pond. Um, and then climbed again. Uh, up the cathedral trails which is a fuck off steep trail <laughs> that is insane 2300 feet in like a mile and a half Ooh. it's Sick. like Ooh. it's like saddleback cliffs but for a mile and a half hell yeah that sounds perfect that sounds better than just walking it was the most fun i've had climbing in a long time it was sweet um really exposed nice. ridge uh we had a beautiful day Got to the summit um, and then headed back down a ball back to our car. But someone actually just emailed us this past week asking for advice on Katahdin because they're going to hike it soon, Ooh. and I haven't responded yet. So maybe if you yeah, have any tips, I show, have one. Show up between six and seven. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a really good. It's one. fucking steep. There's yeah. a there's a great trailhead at Amicola Falls, Georgia, where you can start. <laughs> 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 yeah so that was that was a beast day um i think it was we did like 13 and a half miles and roughly 6400 feet of vert so it was Hell it yes. was awesome it was sweet um went back had some well-deserved swimming pizza on our way back to mdi mm. um next day i headed to boston and good old Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, see my friend Caroline. Walked around, uh, and then the next morning we went swimming in Walden Pond. Oh, uh, so wait, yeah, wait, shout you know out Walden Pond, Massachusetts, the sweet Caroline state. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the uh, I think it's the Carolina barbecue state. Yes, it is. That's what it was. The Fenway that's her Frank email. State. Oh, Nathan's hot dog state. You're right. Nathan's? <laughs> oh, my God. And we've come full circle. <laughs> wow. A delicious circle. Delicious Go ahead, Nathan. Circle. 
delicious hot dog. So we we went swimming. That was a great time. Uh, did a, did a little photo shoot with our swimming. You know those those good gogs, the goggles. Um, nice. And then after Boston, I uh, had to feed my addiction again. So I went and saw the uh, Hartford Yard Goats. Oh, shout out Yard Goats. The Yard Goats. Minor League Baseball yep. affiliate of the Colorado Rockies in the Dress Nicely state. So here we are, me dressed nicely, leaving from Hartford this morning Hell to be a yes. Studio 7. Wow. I remember they had like a contest in the newspaper for like naming they did. That, that team. There's what like in the fuck and yard is goats yard is goat. what they came up with. There's like a hype video before the game and it's like all of these quotes of people like shitting on the yard goats <laughs> name because it's like it's just basically saying like fuck you, we're doing well. Uh, yard goats so baseball funny. is here to stay. Hartford, Connecticut is is a town. It exists. It is a town. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I think it I've is been there before, too. I think Celia works at an REI there. Where are you, Maybe Celia? Maybe for not much longer. I think she's I think she's actually heading here right now. Awesome. Well, Wade, you and I both live simpler lives than Nathan Keel. What yes. have you and I been up to? What have you been up to? Uh, well, wait, oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait. How about you tell us what Tyler's been up to, and Tyler will tell us what you've been up to. Tyler stole a bunch of knives from some kids again. <laughs> Knocked over a privy, and then... He, he, he turned his short shorts into really short shorts by cutting them off. Okay, yeah. and, now, and now I'll tell your foot stuff. Yeah. You grew an equality beard. We have the same beard. No, I didn't say equality beard i said an equality beard <laughs> we have the same beards right i thought now. you said aquatic beard <laughs> it was today that's just made of algae then yeah. i guess what have you really been doing wade bastion uh work and nothing that's all oh, uh, no. no this is i mean it's august now so the high peaks are just insane and it's really nice and warm so a lot of people are out camping so i'm trying to get my trail work taken care of I'm working on this reroute uh, just past the Caribou, the the Lake Colden Register at Caribou Junction, but it's going slow because there are a lot of people out. So talking to people, most everyone is having bear cans, so that's great. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I met a guy outside of the Herbert Brook Lean To Saturday morning. Um, I did not catch his name, uh, but he was wearing a 46er shirt, and he recognized me from the podcast and said we were doing good. Hell work. yes. Did so. he say, hey, I know that voice. <laughs> what it's Ham Wade. It's Ham Wade. <laughs> what podcast are you on? Oh, that's a footstep oh! podcast. <laughs> this one, Chet. <laughs> Other than that, it was just a regular long week of a lot of work and a lot of talking to people. Extra Didn't regular. Did you have some Wade. kind of delicious meal Saturday night? Something like oh that. Dude, I was God. mad jelly. Yo. I was yes. mad jelly. <laughs> so I Wade got... sent me a fucking picture of it too, and I was like, this motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> so I got out of the woods and had to get home because uh, Tom was with you doing the master, which That's we'll right. talk about. And Sarah was working her 13-hour day uh, over at Mountain Lake Academy. So the dogs needed to go out. So I had to go home, let the dogs out. Oh, take so you care had to go to stuff. their house and let the dogs out. <laughs> I had to go to their house, and let, where I also stay. Yeah. Uh, but I got a message from Matt saying that the pizza of choice at uh, the like special pizza at Old Mountain Coffee on Saturday when they do pizzas, which is fantastic. Everyone then it's go. Old Mountain Pizza. Then it's Old, Old Mountain, Mountain Pizza. pizza. And yeah. it was a jalapeno popper pizza. And it was popper so, pizza. so good. fucking good. So good. Oh, my God. It was the 
best. I got it, went home, showered, and then laid in bed and ate it and <laughs> played Zelda. It was the, only, the only way it should be enjoyed. If I would oh have known God. that I would be intimidated by a beaver, I would have went and got pizza. Instead of <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. That was... That was amazing. Shout out Old Mountain Coffee. That, yep. that Every Saturday, so good. 5 to 8. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the past couple days, I have... Uh, yesterday, I sat in my hammock for a while and read Good Omens, which I've never read before, which is great, and also played uh, Breath of the Wild. And today, Yeet! I played more Breath of the Wild. And then, just before recording, Matt Bear, Magnus, and I went swimming uh, over here in Keene, which was yes. nice. It was lovely. The water looked really low. It's where we went. It was pretty deep. Did yeah, you, but it's also any... like a pretty decent pool. So did you it jump yeah. off the cliff? Shallower? No, no. It's been fun. Just a lot of work, a lot of being outside. So on my days off, I'm doing nothing and really enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Wade. Especially we're talking about the John Popper pizza. The John Popper <laughs> Blues Traveler pizza. It's delicious. God damn it, Tyler. What have you been up to? I Blanchard have, Beach, oh, uh, Ethan Allen, <laughs> microwaves. What does he normally talk about? I don't know. Does it even matter? <laughs> <laughs> I just returned from a five-day Leave No Trace Master Educator course where we helped to build the skills and ethics in nine outdoor educators to teach Leave No Trace across the country. We had many people from the West Coast, Mason, Allison, and Charlie from... Uh, University of California, Santa Barbara, UCSB. They are now going to take all of what they learned to their recreation department and teach it to all of the students at UC Santa Barbara, which is awesome. Yeah, I cannot recommend the Leave No Trace Master Educator courses enough. They're awesome. I really wish I had taken it. Yeah, I, I probably they really are. Taken, and the paddling ones, if yeah. you have the option, definitely do that. It That's was awesome. one of the five-day paddling trips that I co-taught with Friend of the podcast, Tom Manita. Tamarack Tom. Tamarack Tom and I took people. Summer vacation Tom. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Turmeric Tom. Ooh, this whole yeah. time. No, yeah, his, his his actual nickname is Instant Regular. <laughs> <laughs> Tamarack Tom and I went into the Saranac Lake Wild Forest and did a five-day paddle, which was awesome. We, not only from those people from California, we had... A guy named Rob from Texas State Parks, who runs all the state parks across Texas, take the course. Wow. A wonderful man named Bill from Miami, Ohio, uh, Miami oh, University I know of Ohio. Where that's at. Yeah, Western Ohio. Yeah, uh, he was wonderful. We also had uh, Val and B and Mary and Uncle Murder, Uncle Mark. So Uncle Schmurder? Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh, by the way, Jeremy, why is he called Uncle Murder? What do you mean? Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him that name? Yes. Why? Good. The same reason I give everyone a nickname. Just does. So I fucking felt like it. Because <laughs> he's old as balls. So on the five-day master educator, we saw we had a bunch of really close wildlife encounters, which were respectful. I should had use a thumb rule. We use the thumb if rule. If you can kill it with your thumb, <laughs> you're not close enough. <laughs> Gotta get in there. We for the first time saw some baby loons. Oh, that's they adorable. They were adorable. They were fishing with their parents. Were they swimming around? Or were yeah, they on oh, the back? Yeah, swimming yeah. like fiends. Those that's little cool. satanic submarines. <laughs> <laughs> we also saw a fawn in the long grass. 
You saw a long fawn? What? <laughs> it was a sitting fawn. I'm oh. surprised you didn't take uh, Jeff yes. Goldblum's advice. You don't go into the long grass. <laughs> we didn't. We stayed in our canoes. Well, yeah, because good, there's good. ticks in the long grass. Yes, there are there yeah. many ticks. I think that's what Goldblum was getting Yeah, at. a lot of ticks. And at the conclusion of the five-day Master Educator, Tom Manita and I just said we we were so lucky with weather. We knew that we didn't even need to put the flies on our tents anymore. Oh, yeah, it hasn't rained in like a month here. Right. Yeah. Until at 1 a.m. <laughs> the, the last day. And it, it just poured, and all of us at once were like, shit! <laughs> and we got out of our tents and quickly put on our flies, and we had a great time. Tom Anita was phenomenal. It was so fun to instruct with him. If you ever meet Tamarack Tom, tell him Footstuff Podcast sent you. And then... Yeah, and this is the part I'm interested in. And then <laughs> I was welcomed to a family reunion to see the most dynamic concert that I've ever experienced. That was at a family reunion? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what family books a band for the reunion? We went down. Whose family is this? <laughs> it's the SoCash family. We went down to, to the Gurgle Zone, Jeremy. Oh, the Gurgle Zone. Yeah, we went to the Gurgle Zone. I went with my dad. Is that a Kenny Loggins song? The Gurgle Zone? <laughs> it was ter- Term. My dad, Term. It was my brother. Wait, Tr- which one is Merm and which one is Term? Term's my dad. Okay. It was my brother, Trey. His- the Trey? <laughs> As in Trey. As in Trey. Yeah. yeah. His, his, wife, his wife, Jenna. And it was my sister, Nikki, her husband, Riley. And the six of us, we went to the Gurgle Zone where you have to walk over the bridge and you can see the... It just gurgles out of the ground, the mineral water. Yeah, it's just leaking. The <laughs> earth is leaking. And we saw a Hootie and the Blowfish opened by Bare Naked Ladies performing live. Whoa! It, wow. I just want to say real quick, Bare Naked Ladies, the lead singer, came on and after playing a bunch of songs, he said, Hey, our entire anthology is laden with hit singles. Hit after hit, and you want us to play them, but we want to play one of our deep tracks. At which point they started to play One Week Since You Looked at Me. <laughs> they just went I right hate into that song <laughs> so much. I remember it was in the Digimon movie. <laughs> that's like my one memory of that song. And I... That's, that's kind of sick. So the, the namesake of my nickname comes uh, the term. The reason I personally love Hootie and the Blowfish, it's my third favorite band of all time. The reason why Who's, is... What's one and two? I already know. Third Eye Blind and Dashboard Confessional. I could have guessed Oh, that. yeah. The okay. reason why Hootie and Blowfish <laughs> is my third favorite is because when we were young, uh, my dad would work... He helped build our house that we lived in, and he would be working on the house, and we would just be you know little kids playing around but he would be cranking Hootie and the Blowfish and right before the concert started uh, Only Wanna Be With You one of the Hootie and the Blowfish hits came on and he said oh kids this is the song that I used to bleach to when when I was building the house. He's talking about bleaching the logs. And so that's, a now, weird, that's a weird thing to say. Now, now I can only hear, I only want to bleach with you. Does, does he have frosted tips by any chance? Foot he got like a Guy Fieri hair? Footstuff Podcast is going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to bring you hiker news from around the country. The Gurgle Zone is Saratoga Springs, and the springs literally leak out of the water. And Jeremy, what can you do with that water? 
I wasn't listening to a word you were saying. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, gang, welcome back to Footstuff Podcast. <laughs> I just heard gurgle. What are we doing with the gurgle water? You can just have it. You can. Tastes can you like gargle batteries. the gurgle? <laughs> What's that, Wade? Can you gargle the gurgle? Ooh, yes, you could. You can. Sweet. You can. If you want a mouthful of double Ds. I think <laughs> I think you should you should go down there. Stick a cork in it. Ooh, I save want, the gurgle. Send that back to Satan. Yeah, Put we'll that s- in the guidebook. <laughs> Where's it gonna come up next, though? Oh, that's a good point. It's gotta go somewhere. Probably go blow somewhere. up a white face. That's where <laughs> so, it's coming up. Oh, up the elevator shaft. Man. So we have some news. Matt, delicious Matt Bear. You oh. have brought. We only have two news stories, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Thank We're God. going to get into the Finger Lakes Trail. Nathan Keel is here for a reason. Where are we going first, Matt Bear? Where's the news taking us? Very local. Oh, the extra high, local. The high peaks of the Adirondacks. Yee. Pretty close. It is pretty close. It, a stone's throw, one might say. Mm-hmm. But I think we can see one from right here. We can. Studio 7, you can see one. Well, I mean, a small stone. You could, you could probably throw a small stone that way. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway... Kind of not as recent as last week's news. Good. But, but on July 20th, maybe Nesbitt became the youngest person to complete the Adirondack 46. I did see this. At four years old, 11 months, and 28 days, she finished her Adirondack 46 on Big Slide. That's when I started, and it took me 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Good, good wow. for them. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so she did it over two summers, um, I believe, and she was actually an unofficial 46er by the age of two. Her parents had carried her up all of the 46, but then she decided after seeing a 46er sticker on one of her parents' water bottles that she really wanted one, and they were like, well, you've got to earn it. So Same reason I'm go. doing it. Got to go. So <laughs> she, Want that uh, sticker. <laughs> Yep, you got to get that sticker, and she got to catch them yep, all. She walked up. <laughs> Wait, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> she she walked up all of them. Um, Cascade and Porter, of course, being the first ones, and finished two days before her fifth birthday. That's amazing. Which would have put her with, I think, five other five-year-old finishers, but she finished yeah a little bit before that. Um, and her next goals include the Northeast One Eleven. Nice. Pretty cool. Sick. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Wow, that's actually pretty cool news. My niece is four. Let's go, Eloise. Come on, let's go hiking. Yeah, it got less than a year. I, <laughs> I, I have a news story. It's a, it's a sobering news story from Death Valley well, National. Matt Bear needs it. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from Death Valley National Park, aptly named. A Navy pilot. <laughs> sorry. Oh no. A Navy pilot unfortunately crashes into Death Valley National Park. Into Tatooine. What? He crashed into the Sarlacc? <laughs> no, that Sarlacc wasn't on Tatooine. <sighs> where was it? Tatooine is where Luke Skywalker yeah. grew up. It was another sandy place. It was a sandy place. Yeah. Uh, so this. Unfo- Wait, what planet was the Sarlacc pit on? Jeremy, you know a lot about Star Wars. Yeah, I know. I'm blank. It's. it's... Location. Well, it has failed to digest Boba Fett. He escapes. It has Spoilers. been confirmed, everyone. In case you were wondering, the Sarlacc did originate. The pit is on Tatooine. And who's alive in, in the pit in Tatooine? Well, in uh, one Return of the, of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett gets knocked into it and he gets swallowed by it, but he does not become digested by it because he's still got his blasters. He shoots his way out. 
Oh, holy cow, breaking news. He comes back later to uh, get <laughs> revenge. Breaking news. Breaking well, news, it spoilers, happened a long, spoilers, long time spoilers. ago. <laughs> oh, it did. Oh, a long, long time ago. That's perfect for Footstuff Podcast. I'd say that was roughly 1984. <laughs> so this news also comes from Tatooine. So unfortunately, a Navy pilot has crashed in Tatooine, where they filmed in what they now call Star Wars Canyon in Death Valley National Park. A, a naval jet has crashed into that national did park. Did they really film it there? They did. They filmed oh, that's cool. scenes that. from Star yeah. Wars yeah. in Very Death cool. Valley National Park. But unfortunately, a pilot's crash and seven hikers were injured. So oh my God. the flying of military jets is not allowed in almost any national park, with the exception of Star Wars Canyon, which the jets are allowed to careen through the canyon just like the what what are the cars oh, in the Star pod Wars? Racers. Yeah, the pod racers. They zoom through there. And have you ever seen Star Wars? <laughs> I have. Uh cuz like beam me I up. I feel like you're beam basic me up, this Scotty. General knowledge, not like first-hand witnessing a movie. No, you know the most notable vehicles in all of Star Wars, the pod racers. <laughs> yeah, 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 the pod racers. Those are the cars. <laughs> I'm more of like a, a Thai food pilot myself. <laughs> so, unfortunately, a super hornet did crash. What does that even mean? <laughs> so, seven onlookers suffered minor injuries as a result of the crash, and the Navy is looking into the matter. And we hope that if you are hiking in a national park, that you look up into the sky. Because it could be a bird, it could be a plane. And if it's a, actually a plane, you have to watch out. <laughs> it could also be a hornet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break. And when Footstuff Podcast comes back, we are going to talk about wineries across the Finger Lakes Trail. <laughs> I was reading this story. I was yeah. reading the firsthand account, and they said in it, no more light, no more beam or something like that. <laughs> For whatever reason, we all yeah. thought that was really fucking was I listened good. to this episode while road walking a section of the Finger Lakes Trail. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I was I I tossed in my headphones and then listened to Jeremy Togo Beam. <laughs> well, geez, that brings us into a pretty good segue, I believe, into the deep dive of tonight's episode. Hey gang, welcome back. This is the Finger Lakes Trail. The Finger Lakes. Now, you might start to wonder, if you're from out of state, what in the hell even are the Finger Lakes? Well, it's a lake, but it's only big enough for your finger. It's exactly what you think. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So at the end of the Pleistocene epoch, glaciers, which had crept south and moved earth and rock with it uh, to their terminus, then retreated because of global warming. What... And what happens, uh, Wade Bastion, when ice happens to melt? Makes a mess. Yeah, and it gets wet, doesn't it? You gotta so, clean it up, Wade. You gotta clean it up. So all of a sudden, there were 11 major lakes created that formed a finger-like shape. And so, you know, geologists say that that's what happened. And There's 11 of them? Yeah. Who the fuck has 11 fingers? Polydactyls, oh, no. Wade. Matt it's that guy from, uh, the guy from The Princess Bride. He's got that extra finger. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yes. Ah, and he rides on a horse. Yep. Ooh. So, you killed my father. <laughs> yes, in it. He a, did die in that movie. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, Spoiler did alert. Did you not see that movie? The time? character I think or that the came actor? Up at some point. <laughs> Both. Didn't, 
I didn't do my deep my deep dive research into the Princess Bride. Oh, that'll be the next Blue Blade. But you did wear a uh, V-neck, and we're V-neck brothers today. <laughs> Good. <Yeah. laughs> so the Native American story is quite different. Uh, instead of glaciers, the Great Spirit happened to lay down his hand and bless this land across central New York. His fingers left imprints that filled with water. And yes, apparently the Great Spirit was also a polydactyl because there are <laughs> 11 major lakes going from west to east. There's Canisius Lake, Hemlock, Canadice, Honeyoy, Canandaigua, Cayuga, Seneca, Cayuga, Owasco, Skinny Atlas, and Otsiko Lake. And all of these lakes, I'm assuming, Nathan, you got to walk by or... False. Oh, wow. That's oh, wrong. I wouldn't. I w- so yeah. The Finger Lakes Trail originated like they they first the first branch or the first section of it was in the Finger Lakes, and then they expanded both west and east. And I would to me it feels more like what like the Southern Tier Trail, so following kind of the eighty six corridor. Okay. But you do to, you you get to walk across uh, or uh, near a few of them. Okay. So, yeah. Then it's exactly like the Cranberry Lake Fifty, where exactly. you only see the lakes like two or three times. That's exactly what. It okay. Is. Great. Yeah. So. The Finger Lakes weren't first traversed by Nathan Keel, despite what we might want to believe. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> the, it was actually the cultural and political union of the Iroquois Confederacy, the, the Native Americans who had a steep hit- history in this part of what is now New York State. The Six Nations, the Mohawk, Oneida, Onondaga, Cayuga, Seneca, Tuscarora, uh, these people... Iroquois people, also known as the Haudenosaunee, which I believe translates to the people of the Longhouse, they were the first inhabitants of the region, and they were the ones that utilized the Finger Lakes for resources and to establish their homes. And actually, I learned that our own United States Constitution is actually loosely based on the Constitution of the Iroquois Confederacy. Yes, sir. But that's a, that's huh. another podcast down the hall. Uh, <laughs> Old-timey stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I did learn that there are 11 major Finger Lakes. I also learned that the United States Navy tests sonars on American nuclear submarines in Seneca Lake. and the that's place the, for it. Yeah, that's the deepest of the Finger Lakes at 618 feet. That's Ooh, deeper wow. than Lake Erie, which is 210 feet deep. Ooh. A great lake. Wow. It's a greater yeah. lake. It is. Lake. Well, ostensibly. Yeah. Well, it hasn't caught <laughs> fire yet, so until then. Until lake then. Erie's still winning. <laughs> so the Finger Lakes Trail, which is currently the longest footpath in New York State, has this eastern to western traverse along the southern portion of our Finger Lakes region. The trail, which is about 584 miles, starts, if you're starting on the western terminus, at the New York-Pennsylvania border in Allegheny State Park. And it goes all across southern New York, the southern tier, to its eastern terminus at the junction with the Long Path in the Catskills. They actually just, in the last like year or two, just moved the eastern terminus, <gasps> which Gasp. I didn't learn until I was on the trail. Whoa! <laughs> it's not that much further. Uh, so that used to be the old terminus. The sign is still there on this tree uh, where it, it meets the Long Path, but they recently moved the eastern terminus to the summit of Slide Mountain. The tallest in the mountain in the Catskills. Mm. Delicious okay. slide yeah. mountain. Very cool. Well, about 459 people, we can be sure, right, Nathan, have thru-hiked <laughs> this fair. trail because that's your thru-hiker number, 459. It traverses a combination of public and p- private land, and it's part of the 4,600 mile of the North Country National Scenic Trail, but the Finger Lakes Trail is the only stretch not blazed in blue. Woo. 
So, Nathan, what color blazer did you happen to wear across the Finger Lakes Trail? White. Yeah. Ooh. Good old white. Except until you get to the Catskill Preserve, because DEC likes their own colors. And once you get in that the preserve that is forever wild, you are following whatever color that trail is blazed. Gotcha. Well, yeah. thank you. And Matt Bear, you might have a few more facts about the Finger Lakes Trail Matt Bear-inspired fun facts. Straight even. from the Leatherbound Notebook. <clears throat> we are going to sell this Leatherbound Notebook someday, and we will make a total of what? Three dollars, maybe six, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe like four fifty. So something you didn't mention, Tyler, is yes, the the trail is about five hundred and eighty four miles long, but there are an additional four hundred plus miles of branch trails and loop segments that kind of branch off from different places. I love uh, a I good Michelle six, branch trail. <laughs> I think Nathan's six branch trails or six like official branch trails and yes, then sir. some loops off yeah. of there. Dare me to name them. Go ahead. I dare you to name them. <laughs> okay. Conservation Trail, which goes to Buffalo and connects with the Bruce Trail, which is the longest in hiking path in Canada. Whoa. The Letchworth Trail, which goes through Letchworth State Park. Uh, the Crystal Hills Branch, which goes south towards Corning and actually connects with the Great Eastern Trail. Have y'all heard of the Great Eastern Trail? Have, Does no. that go to the no. tip of Florida? No, that goes to Alabama. Oh, so no Whoa. one takes it. <laughs> well, it's new, so correct. <laughs> but they're building it. It's going to be the more uh, deliverance style AT, the more you know, <laughs> backwards AT. And uh, so after the Crystal Hills, you get to the Bristol Hills, uh, the, Bris- <laughs> the, the Br- <laughs> Bristol Branch, uh, the Onondaga Branch, Bristol. which is actually maintained uh, by the Onondaga chapter of the Adirondack Mountain Club. Oh, nice. And then uh, I'm uh, blanking on uh, another branch trail. Ooh. Schmistel Hills, right? <laughs> oh, no. No, the the Interlochen Trail, which goes through uh, Finger Lakes National Forest, the only national forest in the state of New York. Yes. Um, so I did have written down that the highest elevation is near Balsam Lake Mountain in the Catskills, but I guess that is now changed Balsam. if... Well, yes, if, if it now ends or starts at Slide Mountain, yes, that would that would now be the highest elevation. Um, but the lowest elevation is at about 430 feet where the trail crosses the Cuyahoga Inlet near Ithaca. Yep, just south of Ithaca, you go through awesome. uh, Buttermilk Falls uh, State Park. Oh, yeah, sick. Beautiful. Or no, I've sorry, not Buttermilk. Yep. You, you go south of Buttermilk, but Robert Treeman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another That's, amazing I love it there. Even sicker. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, it, yeah, it's gorgeous awesome. over there. Uh, gorgeous. Yeah. Ithaca is gorgeous, yeah. And um, fences. Ithaca is fences. <laughs> <laughs> there are also five fire towers located along the trail. Um, Mount Tuscarora, which I believe is now abandoned in the Allegheny National Forest or right around there. Um, Sugar Hill, Berry Hill, Balsam Lake Mountain, and then Rock Rift Mountain. Um, those last two both being in the Catskills. So the the six branch trails, so that the main trail had been completed, what, five, 459 times as of you, Nathan? Correct. And yes. there's apparently been five people who have finished it, though not necessarily through hiked, but section hiked awesome. since, we, since we finished in nice. June. Uh, yeah, there and of those six branch trails, there have been 92 people to complete those. But that was as of a couple of years ago, so that number is probably pr- uh, a little higher now. Um, you can get patches and certificates for completing the main trail and the branch trails. And let's see, in... On August 3rd, 2015, Heather Housekeeper became the first person to through-hike the main trail and all branches continuously in 62 days. 
that's badass. Yeah. And the uh, F, which is it like 900 miles, right? 900 yeah. plus miles. Yep. Um, and then as far as I could find, it was kind of difficult to find information on the Finger Lakes Trail since it's not as popular yet. Um, the FKT that I could find was from a man named Java Joe who completed the entire main trail in 23 days. Yep. That's what I have. And uh, the previous fastest known time was held by uh, a man named Frank Bianco. He completed it in 24 days, so just a little bit longer. Uh, but he was legally blind at the time of his hike. Wow. Which I think is cooler. Yeah, that, that is cooler. Yeah. Yeah, sit, that really sucks, Java Joe. I don't like you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. So, Nathan, tell us a little bit more about the Finger Lakes Trail and your thru-hike journey. We're going to guess that you went eastbound? Correct. I was eastbound. Um, I'll start with a little bit of uh, history of the Finger Lakes Trail. Yeah. Uh, just because there's some some information that... Tyler, thank you for sharing the information of the, the more long-term history of the Finger Lakes region, uh, especially the, the indigenous heritage in the area. Sure. Um, but I want to share some some history of what actually happened with the creation of the trail. And this is all from uh, information summarized by Tom Reamers. Uh, so in 1961, uh, Wallace Wood of Rochester, New York. Oh, hell yes. The Flower Shout City, out. Genesee Cream Ale, and Frederick Douglass. <laughs> and uh, throwing bear cubs off waterfalls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sam yeah. Patch, you fiend. <laughs> this man uh, felt the need to organize a long-distance hiking trail through New York. And in a later article in 1974, he said... I didn't know about the Northville Placid Trail. (laughs) (laughs) After After he stated that, he said, It was August of 1961, and the bus was on its Sunday night ride from Boston to Rochester. Suddenly, there welled up from my subconscious the thought, Why not a hiking trail across New York State, south of the Finger Lakes? And so this was kind of his brainchild, uh, Wallace Wood. Uh, later, a couple of years later, in 1963, the Finger Lakes Trail Conference established its purpose as the promoting, planning, construction, and maintenance directly or through other organizations and individuals of a continuous footpath across part of New York State. Uh, the trail routes were then uh, scouted and organized by local hiking clubs, including the Onondaga chapter of the Adirondack Mountain Club, shout out, uh, and made official then by the Finger Lakes Trail. Um, and then it was first completed uh, that I can find on their website in 1974 by Robert Forden and then not nice. completed again until Joe Dabes, who holds that fastest known time. Uh, he did it first in uh, uh, 1985, but then later set the FKT um, in 2002. Hadn't one of those two people that we mentioned before hiked it 10 plus times? I believe it. It's probably, it's probably Joe Dabes. Yeah. He actually yeah. has a little like couple mile loop of the trail called Dave's Diversion. Oh, that's cool. Like he has, and I think he maintains it. Like it's <laughs> yeah, his own little section. That's pretty cool. Didn't take it, but yeah, I think it's pretty sweet. So obviously he's very active with the Finger Lakes Trail Conference. Um, the North Country Scenic Trail, as y'all mentioned, was actually first mentioned by name in the summer 1966 issue of the Finger Lakes Trail News, two years before the national trail system was established. Which Footstuff podcast went to the eastern terminus of a We while did. Back. Wade Bastion, Matt Bear, and myself. We have been to Crown Point, New York, where the trail currently ends. Are they planning on extending it? Is that I've heard goal? that the goal is to take to the it file to, cabinet to the file cabinet Good in Burlington, God. Vermont, or maybe what is known as Main Junction, where the Long Trail across Vermont and the Appalachian Trail diverge near Pico Mountain and Killington in Vermont. Nice. 
So, uh, yeah, more along the lines of the North Country Trail, um, the certification of a section of the Finger Lakes Trail in Bird's Eye Hollow State Forest for inclusion in the North Country Trail uh, broke the 1,000-mile mark for officially certified North Country Trail, which I think is just a little Matt Bear-inspired fun fact. Yes, indeed. Yeah, oh, yeah it was that fun. It is fun. It was fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, and some other information about the uh, Finger Lakes Trail that I like, uh, just the way that it kind of connects a bunch of different trails across uh, eastern the eastern United States. So as I already mentioned, the Conservation Trail up to Buffalo connects you to the Bruce Trail in Canada. If you go, if you got your passport, you gotta gotta make sure you go over there. Uh, it connects to the new Great Eastern Trail, which is running down to Alabama. And then if you take Tyler, as you mentioned, the Long Path. If you take that south, you can then connect to the Appalachian Trail. And then, of course, again, it's a part of the, the North Country Trail. So it's a part of this nice growing network of these, these trails that kind of span and stretch the northeast and beyond. So, Very cool. So how nice. long did it take you to thru-hike the Finger Lakes Trail, which is fi- almost 600 miles, 584 miles? So it took us 41 days. Who is us? You have not us. told us who the other person is. Who is it your alter ego? Yes. It was uh it was my friend Luke who uh we were we were freshman year roommates in college. Cool hand Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then lived together for a couple of years and um he's a he's a big hiker as well and uh this is something that we had kind of talked about doing our senior year taking advantage of the summer off um and we're able to put it together to hike it. So yeah, us was uh, Luke and I hiking it in nice. 41 days. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. We actually <laughs> had, we had a friend, um, Oliver, who started at the same time as us, and he finished a week ahead of us. So, And he actually spent the first two weeks of the trail hiking with us, so he just, like, sent the last <laughs> three weeks wow. and busted ass, like, averaging 20 miles a day or something to get there. Ugh. Yeah. Are you staying in shelters most nights, or are there a lot of pristine camping that you're doing? What are the campsite situations like across the Finger Lakes Trail? So there are quite a few shelters, um, a lot of them more recently built. I'd say maybe close to half of what we stayed in, and that's just a a guess, were built uh, as recently as 2000. And I'm wondering if it's... Yeah, that's only like 19 years ago. Yeah, (laughs) I'm older than that. That's crazy. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's, they're kind of spaced perfectly, like 14, 15, 16 miles apart. I'm wondering if it's the Finger Lakes Trail Conference kind of encouraging these people to hike it in exactly 41 days like you did. Yes. (laughs) To to send it for 41 days. Um, so all but seven nights we stayed, uh, in either a shelter or some other structure. Um, other than that, we brought hammocks and hammock camped, which is pretty sweet. That was my first time hammock camping. I usually go tent camping, but wanted to be a little bit more lightweight, which I still did not succeed at. <laughs> uh, my starting weight was like 50 pounds uh, on my back, which sucked. Uh, <laughs> so I, I shed a lot in the first couple days. I sent a lot of stuff home. But um, yeah, hammock camped when we didn't have a shelter to make it to. Yeah. What was resupplying like? Like how often did you cross into towns and that sort of stuff? Did you like mail any food ahead or did you just pick up stuff when you got there? Yeah. So mailing was something that we had talked about doing. But then when we sat down, so you can buy a beautifully detailed 
like 30 something 34 page map set of the finger lakes trail nice. from the finger lakes trail conference um they're all like eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper but they're really detailed so you can see every single time you're going near a general store they have them marked so we were thinking about mailing food but then we realized that roughly every like four to seven days we would get somewhere that had a re- that was a reasonable resupply point nice. um so we shopped at Wegmans, shout out. Nice. We shopped at Aldi, at sketchy convenience stores. Mm. Same. Fucking <laughs> same. <laughs> the I mean the food we were eating, you know, you want it to be as light as possible. So you're eating you're eating like garbage. It's oh, yeah. pretty amazing. Um, yeah, Tyler, what was your favorite through hiking food? Uh probably just gallon of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Making it to the next ice cream. Box of wine. <laughs> In the Finger Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the wine yeah, Literally. I'd say uh, the thing I ate the most, though, was uh, what we call a ramen bomb. Y'all familiar with a ramen bomb? Ooh, no, no. Please elaborate. Oh, I will. Okay, so this is going to be now the big hit okay. uh, because it's, it's... I do have some ramen over there. Could I make it right now? Do you have instant mashed potatoes? No, I don't. There we go. So, <laughs> no. So you make up ramen like a soup, yep. and then you dump your instant mashed potatoes in, and it's like this beautiful mashed potato. Like, it, it thickens perfectly, and there's just noodles, like, running through oh, it. Oh, that sounds it's so good. It's a carbo load that you never imagined it's so good did you ever find the uh the individual you know how like Vel- the boxes of Ma- Velveeta mac and cheese have yeah. like the package of liquid cheese in it yes they sell those packages of cheese individually without what? the noodles oh so what God. we would do on the Appalachian Trail is do the the ramen bomb but then take the package of liquid cheese and squeeze it right into it I gotta hike it again. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, damn it. No, uh, wait, uh, mac and cheese was another big, big hit. But uh, you know, I'm a little high class, so Annie's was kind of the move. You mm-hmm. know, some some of that white cheddar mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, it reminds me of this thing that people make in jail with ramen noodles. <laughs> And you put like you get like the from the commissary you can get the little packlets of the uh, the pickle relish and like the little yeah. cheese and you put it on the yeah it's kind of the same thing or they make the knives with the ramen you yeah a lot of people make knives <laughs> <laughs> through hiking is jail we did whittle Tyler takes them from people apparently I do <laughs> fucking knife police over here so I think the the longest amount of time we went between resupplies was eight days. Um, and, uh, another really useful thing for us hiking this, uh, through hike through, um, Southern New York was that both my dad and stepmom and Luke's parents live in the area. And so they were very open to coming and meeting us, bringing us food, beer. That was excellent. Um, bringing us to breweries (laughs) on the trail. That was some trail magic. Hell yes. Um, Hopshire Brewing between Ithaca and Dryden. If anyone listening is in that area, you should go. It is delicious. So, Nathan, take us kind of through your eastern traverse. What are some highlights of the trail that you want Footstuff Podcast to know about, uh, our listeners to know about, maybe some places that you would say that was an unexpected surprise along the way? Yeah, so we had um, an unexpected surprise the very first night where, uh, so you start, as you mentioned, in Allegheny State Park. And uh, immediately you kind of move north to get away from the New York-Pennsylvania border because you want to get away from Pennsylvania immediately, (laughs) as quickly as possible. And you pass through the town of Salamanca where there is a casino. And the night we were passing through Salamanca, Billy Ray Cyrus was performing (laughs) at that casino. Jackpot. (laughs) Was Lil Nas X there? (laughs) We did not. It was a missed opportunity. You can't tell me nothing. (laughs) 
it was a missed opportunity to go see Old Town Road. Um, but we talked about it a lot. So that was the first uh, kind of highlight of the trail. Um, another great highlight came just three days in. There's like a, this cool golf course that um, I'm, I can't remember the name of, but it's right on the trail and you can go get a sweet lunch. The people are really kind. I'm still waiting for the woman who took our picture eating lunch to post it on Facebook. Uh, so if you're listening, I post want the, it! <laughs> I want that picture. Um, some other highlights. Uh, well, so something else I should mention about the Finger Lakes Trail before I continue is that it's, it's a mix of public and private land. And we started in May, which is turkey hunting season. Mm. Now, in uh, uh, New York um, and with the Finger Lakes Trail, these private landowners have the ability to close the sections of trail that pass through their private property during turkey season or big game season, which is in like October through December. Um, And a vast majority, I felt like, of those trail closures were in western New York while we were hiking through it in May. So we did a lot of road walking. Um, but uh, so Western New York, before you get to the Finger Lakes, I mean, it's, it's a part of the trail. There's a lot of beautiful sections, but there's a bit more road walking. Um, so if you do want to do it, I would definitely recommend starting after May, starting um, once turkey season is over so that you can actually experience the whole trail. Good tip. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah. Um, but other highlights, I mean, once you actually get into the Finger Lakes region, you get to go through Watkins Glen State Park. Well, I've which been there before. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Wait, no, that's Ithaca. Sorry. It's beautiful? Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, Watkins Glen is sweet. You get to walk on the shores of um, Seneca Lake, which, as you mentioned, it's the deepest Finger Lake. Um, and then continuing east, you uh, get into a lot of state forests. There's tons of state forest uh, that the trail goes through. Uh, and then uh, finally on to the Catskills, which was definitely a highlight. That was pretty incredible. I'd never explored there before. Wow. Yeah, in the Catskills, did you go up Balsam Lake Mountain Fire Tower? Yes. Yeah, so it was closed the day we went up, um, but we we uh, went up, I think it's like a half mile from the trail, and you're basically already on the ridge. So it's a real quick little jaunt up to the, the fire tower. Um, and then, uh, as I mentioned, it was closed and, uh, actually on that summit, my friend found Luke found a dog tick on him, which, uh, on his back. So I pulled it off and then we lit it on fire and Hell it popped, yes. it popped real good. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> the only way to deal with ticks, um, which we found a lot of in, uh, along the finger lakes trail. Um, but yeah, went up that fire tower and just incredible views from up there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. In addition to ticks, what other wonderful forms of wildlife did you come across on the trail? Tons of dogs. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, just lots of dogs. Lots of mad dogs that when you're walking by, <laughs> yeah. they're like, ah! right at you. Like, it sucks. And I hiked with my, my trekking poles like I do. Yeah. Old man style. Old timey style, maybe even. Depends on the trekking poles, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and uh, that kind of helped like scare them off a little bit. Um, but I mean, there were a couple times where we were, they were like kind of coming after us. Should have Matt Bear strangle one of them. <laughs> <laughs> were the dogs with people or were they just dogs? <laughs> uh, they were like in front yards. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, especially uh, on yeah. like uh, road walking sections. I was gonna say because if they were in the woods without collars, those are coyotes. Yeah. Now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, a, or a puma maybe a puma puma oh yeah no it was dogs um and they were in they were in the front yards and and honestly like not that many actually came up to us but a couple were just obnoxious but real wildlife we did see a couple of bears 
That was nice. pretty sweet. I did see a coyote in Kyler Hill uh, State Forest, which was epic. I'd never seen one before. Did you strangle it? How did you know? <laughs> Coyote stew. So, Nathan, I did happen to pull up the big map of semi-professional baseball teams in the United States. Is there a reason that you did that? Oh, my God. I can't see a reason. You shouldn't have. And I'm very concerned that there are a paucity of parks, baseball parks, in the southern tier yeah, of New York. bullshit? So I just Okay, there's a paucity you. of, like, people in the southern tier, so I think that might be part of it. Well... Did you happen to go see the Jamestown Jammers? Which I think is very funny that the Jamestown Jammers are a pirates team. So I think these are the butt pirates in Jamestown, New York. It's so unfortunate that you mention it because they actually don't have an official team this year. <gasps> Gasp. Well, what about the Binghamton Rumble Ponies? A I've double already, A team. Hey, that already was been. my nickname in high school was Rumble Pony. Already been. Yeah. Jeremy, why is that? You know, locker room talk. <laughs> Uh, didn't go. I I would have loved to walk to see a baseball game, but that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, went didn't go to Binghamton, but I've already been. So, just showing off. Very cool. Do you guys have any other questions about the Finger Lakes Trail for Nathan Keel in studio? Did you go swimming in any of the lakes? Not in any of the Finger Lakes. No, no. we went swimming in the Kiuka Lake Outlet, which nice. was pretty sweet. Yeah, Jeremy. Yes. Why? For I mean, fuck's sakes, why? Well, Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have 40-some days to go on a trip, you hiked like 500 fucking miles, I could probably think of fi- a stretch of 500 miles somewhere else I'd rather see than the Finger Lakes Trail. Why go there? That's a great question. Uh, first and foremost, did it for the gram. Um, yeah. <laughs> same, same, fucking same. And then, for the likes! After that, so I... Uh, I grew up hiking in the area. I grew up exploring the Finger Lakes, um, and uh, I'm moving from New York, and so kind of felt compelled to to end this tenure at least with um, an awesome through hike of something that kind of fit perfectly into the timing of my my summer schedule. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, a few other notes that I, I would like to make uh, about the Finger Lakes Trail. As I mentioned, nine blisters in the first week on my feet. Um, I was growing. Could be worse. Could be ten. Could be ten. Could be eleven. <laughs> Uh, I was growing new toes almost is what it felt like. They were coming off like so bulbously. Um, But once my feet adjusted, everything else started hurting. Uh, Each day was kind of like you spun a wheel and just to see what what ended up hurting. And again, probably because... Wait till you hit your 30s. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to go on an adventure to feel that. Did you lose any toenails? No, but Luke Uh, lost three. Yeah. I have a black one right now. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's of your own accord, yeah, right? Yeah, it's nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Danny painted my toenail. You know, there's, there's back stiffness that comes with it. There's, there's times where you're, you're sick to your stomach um, and all of that. But um, it was still, I mean, just being able to spend that amount of time outside was incredible. Is there a trail community, a sense of the trail in the local communities while you're walking through? Or did you receive any trail magic on the Finger Lakes Trail? Definitely received some trail magic. So one, um, to speak to the community aspect, there's, there's not a whole lot. Just because it is relatively little known. Um, as you mentioned, it's been completed um, like 500 times, less than 500 times. Um, and so it's not a lot of people know about it, even people who live on the trail. Um, but, uh, one instance of trail magic that definitely sticks out was right after I graduated from ESF, one of my, uh, professors came up to me and asked me what I was doing 
after my uh after graduation told him about the finger lakes trail what are you gonna do with your life (laughs) and he (laughs) told he told me he has a cabin uh very close to the trail and he let us stay in our cabin along the trail which is pretty sweet i mean the cabin i I have to say it's about 10 by 5 (laughs) so it's like my house it's perfect (laughs) it was beautiful little wood stove beautiful view nestled in state forest so really appreciate that professor, um, that nice. was incredible trail magic. Shared some beers with people that were like asking us what we were doing. Like really close to the end, we walked by a family outside uh, enjoying like uh, some time on the lake. And they're like, what y'all doing? And we tell them, I'm oh, just hiking the Finger Lakes Trail. And they ask, well, how long you been out? Like 40 days. Like, oh, you want a beer? <laughs> yes. So we shared a few Natty Daddies, which I forgot were as high octane as they were. <laughs> uh, so that was a good time. Um, but that was wonderful. Got fresh fruit from people. Um, yeah. Bes- and- besides your other friend, did you see any other through hikers? No other through hikers. Wow. And very that's, few other people. We camped with pretty a cool. total of 10 other people through 40 nights. That's, see, that's it right there. That sounds enticing for me. Right. A little bit of solitude in the so, southern and tier. I, I understand the appeal of the AT. You know, you get a really cool cultural aspect of all the people who are through hiking together. Um, and I didn't expect this trail to feel as wild as it did, um, given how how few people that we were hiking with. It was It was a pretty neat. Uh, part of the trail I didn't expect. Yeah, I guess even though you're pretty close to houses and stuff a lot of the time, you're not seeing people. Right. Just mad dogs. Just mad dogs. Yep. Yeah, coming up and fight them <laughs> off with the, uh, uh, the hiking poles, yeah. Well, thank you, Nathan. Footstuff Podcast is going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to bring you plugs from Footstuff Nation! <laughs> Do you know what you call uh, a big group of weasels? No, no, no idea. It's a business of weasels. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, gang, welcome back to Footstuff Podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can subscribe to this high-quality outdoor recreation comedy on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify if you like what you hear and you're thirsty for more. Leave us a review on iTunes. We are seeking iTunes reviews, and if you read it, Jeremy Utz will give you a free nickname. You might not like it, but he'll give you one. But you will get it. <laughs> I know it's annoying to do, but it doesn't take long, and it does help us get seen. It's, it's super important for us. Yeah, if you haven't left one yet, and if you've been enraged by this podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which kind do we read, Wade? Five stars. Only five stars. Only five stars. If you hate it, you can write a bunch of terrible stuff, but just make sure it's five stars. No, you can write it and uh, send it in an email to what's that email? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that'd be footstuppodcast at gmail.com. Send your hate mail. Uh, Well, I just want to shout out Brian Easton and Kate. Kate. And Brian are going to hike with me this fall in the Adirondacks. They're always listening to Footstuff Podcast, and they messaged me the other day just to let us know that they are so motivated to hike some fire tower peaks Sick. with my dog this fall. So, Brian, let me know when you're coming up. I will hike with you, I promise. Uh, also, this is just a quick call to action. If you can tip an outhouse upright, I still have an outhouse for you at the Alaska campsite in the cold river valley of the Adirondacks. So please... <laughs> 
Go out there and, and look at it and say, Footstuff Podcast sent me. <laughs> and they did this. <laughs> uh, also, just a quick shout out. The Leave No Trace Center for Outdoor Ethics is having a hot spot event in the High Peaks Wilderness Area of the Adirondack Mountains in upstate New York. If you are around this coming week in August, this is about August 7th through 14th, the Adirondack Mountain Club and many other organizations are co-hosting events with the Leave No Trace Center for Outdoor Ethics. You can check that schedule out on lnt.org or check out the Adirondack Mountain Club's page for more details and information regarding volunteer opportunities to clean up some trails, do some trail work, or to do some little bit of Leave No Trace education. You and yours can come to the Adirondack Mountain Club this August 7th through 14th for the hot spot. Uh, Delicious Matt Bear, do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, a quick shout-out to Mike Sakota who sent us an email about... Um, brave amounts of trash. So unfortunately, he Pixar, didn't, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, he didn't find any during his loop hike yesterday. Well, that's from, actually probably a good from thing. Upper Works to Marshall via Indian Pass, then back um, on the Calamity Brook Trail. However, however, he put on his gloves and picked up. And I quote, plenty of shit-covered underwear and objects at our campsite in the Vandewacker Forest. <gasps> and Jeremy. Oh. He sent us a picture. Is that brave? Jeez. I I (laughs) even picked up a dog. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six full bags of trash and a ratty old hula hoop. And a dog. And a dog. There's a a dog dog in there for scale. That is the definition of hashtag brave. Yes. Thank you, Mike. You will be getting a shirt. Wade Bastion, speaking yes. of shirts, how are those nimble children doing with their nimble <laughs> fingers? They're in a church basement in Pennsylvania just stitching shirts together. They, I, the updates are slow to get to me, but they're, they're in production, will be mailed at whenever they're done. So they're taking breaks between shirts to hand-fold pierogies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully those pierogies are done soon and they can get back to work on the shirts. Uh. Uh, I have a quick shout out um, to the guy I saw outside of Herbert Brook. Hello. Uh, and a shout out to Jim Schneider for oh, thanks for last yes. week because that was an awesome episode. It we, was awesome. We are still talking about the Fire Tower episode with so Jim good. Schneider. Yeah. He was amazing. Great Thank man. you, Jim. Yeah. Nathan Keel, do you have any shout outs for Footstuff Nation this week? Sure. I will limit my shout outs just to my time on the Finger Lakes Trail. Um, just first and foremost, shout out to my hiking buddy, Luke for being my adventure partner and undertaking it with me and having just as good of a, a time as I did, um, as well as Sarah and Marty for joining us at a couple times uh, along the trail, for Oliver for starting at the same time we did and then sending it and finishing a week earlier, uh, to my dad and stepmom for helping us out along the trail, for my mom and stepdad for sending emotional support, uh, and for Luke's parents uh, for also helping out. Um, I also would like to shout out... Um, a new friend of mine, Michael Charnecki, who is uh, working with me on publishing some poetry that I wrote on uh, the Finger Lakes Trail. Are we going to get a sample of this poetry? Is that what you want? Do you want a sample? I want at least a decent sample. I'll take three fingers of poetry. All right, three (laughs) fingers worth of poetry coming at you. So this, I have some prepared. This is one that I wrote uh, on May 25th. Um, So uh, here it goes. Star Wars Day. Wow. Yeah, uh, it has to do with that. (laughs) On weekdays, I long for strength. On sore days, I long for health. On rainy days, I long for sun, 
On rest days, I long to walk. With dehydrated dinner, I long for entire entrees. My sweat-soaked skin longs for a bath. Through hot afternoons, I long for long john weather. And every day, I long to share with others. But even when longing weighs heavier than my pack, the miles drag and my back sags. If I were home and adventures were limited to a block text tale, I'd long for a hemlock-soaked rain. I'd long for the trail. Wow. So if awesome. you want to read... Yeah, snaps for that. Thanks, y'all. If you want to read more of that, um, I'm working with him on, on getting some stuff together to publish. Um, so you can feel free to follow me on Instagram because I'll be posting uh, yeah. some information. What about is that. that handle, Nathan Keel? Uh, the handle is uh, Nathan underscore Keel. K-I-E-L. Correct. Um, that way people can find me nice and easy. Um, and uh, so thank you, Michael, for that. Um, I also have a real quick call to action that I'd like to make. It's not necessarily... Uh, wilderness or environmentalism related, um, but I feel compelled to use this platform to mention it. Uh, so as all of y'all are familiar with, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Jeremy, you've spent a lot of time in the area. Yeah, I actually, I think I know what you're talking about probably. And uh, yep. that happened. So if you go down the main drag there, uh, just another two blocks is where I lived. Yeah. So it's yeah, so, right in my neighborhood. So what, what Jeremy and I are, are, are talking about is just yesterday, August 4th, uh, a young man brought a, a weapon downtown Dayton uh, and ended up uh, killing nine people and injuring almost 30 before he was finally disabled. Um, and so I guess my, my call to action would be to not let that happen to your hometown um, because it definitely hits hard. I know people who were down there and had to to uh, run away from that. Um, and so uh, vote and advocate for those who first acknowledge that this is a problem and uh, are willing to do stuff about it um so just want to throw that out there absolutely thank you nathan yeah and um just riding those coattails too um i wanted to give a shout out to the urban crag climbing gym which is also in dayton ohio and also very close to where the shooting happened and uh if you want help or want to talk to somebody or just want to go to like a safe space and hang out they've been open throughout the whole time and they even have people there inside the climbing gym that you can talk to for free they're letting people come in and even climb for free that's awesome right now they're just trying to be like a safe place in dayton that you can go to and hang out and like try to have fun and like enjoy yourself again so shout out to them shout out to all of my friends uh in the gem city uh it's a terrible thing that happened in Lighter shout-outs, though. I'd like to give a shout-out again to Adirondack Lakes and Trails for helping me pick out a paddle, because there's a lot of different paddles you can choose from. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they do a really cool thing. So because Danny is uh, kind of a weird size, I guess, when it comes to paddle lengths, they let us buy a paddle and slip the tag off of it instead of, like, breaking the tag off. We just slipped it off the end, and uh, Jason said that we could take it out a couple times and use the paddle. And as long as it was like not damaged, we could exchange it for another size if she didn't like it. So that was pretty cool. Paddles nice. are expensive. Even, you know, this one was on the cheaper side at like 150 bucks, but it was still cool that they would let you do that. And I also wanted to give a really big shout out to Lake Placid Boatworks. I don't know if you guys have ever been in there before. There is a bunch of really large dogs in there. The dogs are awesome. Uh, it's right around the corner from my house. I ordered my roof rack. I went to put it on. I didn't order all the pieces. <laughs> and uh, I know that they sell the same brand uh, stuff that I bought. 
So I went down there to buy the piece. I bought the piece. I went home. I bought the wrong piece. So I went back <laughs> and returned it. They gave me my money back. And then when they went to give me the piece I needed, they didn't have it. They fucking overnighted it to their shop for free. They paid for the overnight charge on it. And then I came the next day and picked it up and put it on my car, which nice. is really awesome. I know that they paid out of pocket like $25 for that to happen. So that's what you get for shopping local. So shop local. Very cool. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, a bunch of members of Footstuff Podcast are about to head over to the Footstuff Podcast sanctioned White Mountains because why? Gorgeous this time of year. Beautiful yeah, this yeah. time of year. Real nice. Keep it wild, everybody. Yeah.